0: This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Happy Thursday, everyone. We are going to be talking some football, some basketball. We've got a little bit of news to get into. So thank you all for listening. If you have not done so already and you are a fan of our podcast, our daily Boston College podcast, please head to your favorite podcast directory and hit that subscribe button. And the best thing you can do if you appreciate this free podcast, if you have a friend or family member that's a big Boston College fan, tell them about Locked On BC send them a link to our podcast send them a link to our post we put them up on bc bulletin every morning and have them give it a listen. It would mean a lot, and it would help the growth of our podcast. Now, for news, it's been a quiet day for Boston College, but I think some interesting news came out today in terms of the transfer portal. Now, as we had reported the last couple days, Grant Calcaterra, a tight end uh, that had played for Oklahoma and Auburn, he committed today to SMU. We had talked about that yesterday, that 247 Sports, many of their writers had put crystal balls in that he was going to end up at SMU. Uh, His former quarterback uh, from Oklahoma is their starting quarterback next year. So Calcaterra will be heading there. It doesn't sound like it was anything BC did. I'm not sure what the reasons were, but he is not coming to Boston College. In terms of transfer portals leaving Mike Siafani and I'm probably messing his name up who was a defensive lineman who entered the transfer portal uh, right after the end of the season he has made his decision he made it um, I'm not sure when he made it but it's it's very clear on Twitter where he's going uh, he's heading he's heading to Colorado State and now you're listening and you know who the head coach at Colorado State is. It makes a lot of sense. So Ciafani probably would have never have seen the, the field with Boston College again. And he's going to get a chance to play. And that's great. You know, you're going to play for Colorado State in a Mount West Conference. And he's going to play for his old coach, the guy that recruited him. Obviously, Steve Adazio saw stuff in him. So uh, good luck to him. And he'll be heading over to, to, to Fort Collins, uh, where a lot of Boston College castoffs have gone. Remember, there were three offensive linemen last year alone that ended up with Steve Adazio, and I wouldn't be surprised if some of these other transfers end up there as well. You know the coach, you know the system, it makes a lot of sense, so he's going to head over to um, Colorado State as well. And I failed to mention it last night, but the puck dropped on the NHL on Wednesday night, and 14 Boston College players made rosters this year. Let's just go over them really quickly so you know who to follow and where. So Cam Atkinson, he's still at Columbus. Thatcher Demko is the starting goaltender in Vancouver. Brian Dumoulin in Pittsburgh. Johnny Gaudreau, a.k.a. Johnny Hockey, he is in Calgary, along with Noah Hannafin. Nathan Gerby is with Columbus. Kevin Hayes with Philly. Chris Kreider, the Rangers. Mike Matheson with Pittsburgh this year. Zach Sanford with St. Louis. Alec Took with Vegas. Oliver Wallstrom with the Islanders, Colin White with Ottawa, and Miles Wood with New Jersey. So 14 players heading off into the NHL. And let's just say that this is an opportunity on the Locked On Network. We have a whole family of NHL podcasts. So if you have a favorite team, like if it's the Bruins or, you know, The Rangers, whoever you root for, head on over to the Locked On, like look on your podcast directory, find Locked On whatever team you like, and they're going to give you a daily podcast just like this. So you could go and find all your daily hockey information, and they have also Locked On NHL, which talks about all hockey stuff. So I'm telling you, Locked On, we have everything covered for you. So you want to check those out as well. Later on in the show, we're going to talk... Two Alabama Crimson Tide themed uh, segments, and you're gonna be you're thinking to yourself now, what is he gonna talk about? Well, you'll have to wait and see. But before we do, let's talk a little bit more about basketball because I, you know, again, yesterday it was a positive thing to talk about BC basketball. They won by 22 points, and I wanted to have I have a theory or a an idea of how Boston College should approach the rest of the season, and what I'm gonna say. I want Boston College and Jim Christian to keep the starting five that they had yesterday throughout the season. Here is why. First of all, Winston Tabbs missed the game because of a knee injury. And at this point, I'm not sure how bad his knee is feeling, if it was a maintenance thing, if he'll be back. But I would love to see him just be a bench guy for a while. Um, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to push this kid into a point where he's just completely ineffective. So limiting his minutes might actually make this team better. Now I said earlier this year he's he's the glue of this team. He's the offensive uh, output. I'm going to stand corrected because I can see that Rich Kelly can do it too. So keep Kelly in the starting lineup. Keep those starting five going because you're going to get with that five. You have an improving CJ Felder. A kid that is getting you know better by leaps and bounds every day. He's a more physical in interior presence than I've seen. Um, you know he he's not the best in terms of like Garden of Five, but you don't have that on your roster, so you can't just throw like Justin Vanderbont out there because you're gonna get killed. So keep C.J. Felder out there. Put him next to Steph Mitchell. I like that. I like having Demar Langford out there only because. One of the things I want to see is I want to see BC win, but I also want to see this team set themselves up for success in years coming up. And getting DeMar Langford starter minutes is only going to help him evolve and grow into an all-ACC forward. You see him starting to get more and more comfortable every game. Get him the minutes. He needs to be in there. Even when Makai, his brother, comes back, I want to see DeMar out there. I want to see Makai be the sixth man off the bench to either spell Jay Heath or dispel Rich Kelly, but keep them out there. And it, it sounds blasphemous, and you know I can take an L whenever I make a mistake. As I said yesterday, I thought Rich Kelly played the best game of his career at Boston College yesterday, and it's obviously he scored 27 points. He had the best game. I can see him continuing to do that, um, and I like what he's doing. So I want to see Rich Kelly out there too. Um, so no matter where the injuries are coming from. Uh, you know, with Tabs and Makai ashton Langford coming back, I want to see the starting five continue out. I want to see DeMar Langford getting, you know, 20 minutes or, you know, starter minutes every single game. I want to see C.J. Felder out there. I want to see Rich Kelly. Um, and I think that gives them, A, the best chance to win some games. And as I said yesterday, it's okay to root for them to win and still hope that they get a new coach next year. Remember what Boston College did with Steve Adazio. They went, you know, was it six and six or seven and five last year? I I totally forget. Six and six, and they still fired him. So even if Boston College basketball goes on a run and wins like four games out of five or whatever, you don't have to worry. They're not going to make the tournament. It's not a tournament team, but it's nice to see them win. So I want to see this team put in position to to get the maximum effort out of these kids. I think that five will be the best moving forward. In a moment, we're going to start talking about Alabama football. And you're thinking to yourself, what? We'll get to that in a moment. But before we do, let's talk betonline.ag. We are in football postseason. The NFL is heading to the next round of playoffs. And there are great wagers to be made and lines to be decided on at betonline.ag. And now with hockey dropping and NBA and college hoops all going on, you're going to want to check out some of the lines over there and see if you can get in some uh, on some of that action. Now there is only one place that has you covered in the one place we trust and that's betonline.ag. I want you to go over there, to sign up today for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Now if you're a Boston College fan as I said yesterday, if you bet on BC, even if you got them with the money line, you were in good shape because Miami was at plus 2 and that that was a big A big swing there. And now this weekend, you're going to get playoff games. You're going to get everything that you want to wager. And the the only place that we trust is betonline.ag. So head on over there. Maybe you'll get some extra money for your pockets. Go on over to betonline.ag. Now I want to talk to you about locked on bets. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year, In Want More Wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here, and I want to talk to you about Alabama football. What we're going to talk about now Is something I had just thought of when I was reading about how good this Alabama team was. If you watched the national title game, you saw one of the best offenses in probably college football history. They were balanced, they had one of the best quarterbacks, one of the best, two of the best wide receivers, one of them seemingly playing on one leg. You had Najee Harris, who any other year would have been a Heisman candidate, had 24 touchdowns on the ground and then 29, I believe, total. Mac Jones and then that Alabama defense that I think was incredibly underrated. So here's a question I want to pose and what I wanted to talk about. This is you know sometimes on Locked on Boston College we, we we dive into the theoretical. Take the 2020/21 Alabama team coached by Nick Saban. If you put together the greatest Boston College players of all time and put them on one team Could they beat that Alabama team? So, for instance, let's just say you put Doug Flutie, Andre Williams, and A.J. Dillon, Luke Kuechly, Mark uh, Hursley pre-cancer. You have uh, B.J. Raji. You have uh, Mike Ruth. You have—pick any five offensive linemen from our history. There's obviously a ton that you can grab from. And then pick out a couple wide receivers and tight ends. Could that team beat Alabama? And I'm going to say no. I don't even think it would be close, honestly, because you're looking at Boston College. Obviously, Doug Flutie, if you had him as your starting quarterback, is going to keep you in any games offensively. He's probably, let's be honest, he's probably the same level as what you would get from Justin Fields. You know, maybe a little better. Say so he's a little better. But he doesn't have the weapons to, Boston College historically does not have the wide receivers that you had at Ohio State, with like Chris Olave or some of those tight ends. And you put Hunter Long on that team. You have a good tight wide receiver in uh, Zay Flowers. So put those out there. Could that team beat them? I don't think so. And the reason isn't the offense. I think the offense could put up 25, 28 points against Alabama. I don't see this defense stopping that Alabama offense. Boston College historically does not have the defensive end, uh, defensive backs to stop a Devonta Smith and to stop Jalen Waddell. Uh, you know, Jalen Waddell will say injured and Najee Harris. Now, you could have Luke Keekley flying in and making plays and Mark Herzlig making plays. But if Mac Jones in that offensive line is one of the best offensive lines I've ever seen, I think that offensive line could hold it long enough to get Mac Jones to let the, the ball go and, and get some big plays because there's no one on BC's history at defensive back that's going to stop Devonta Smith. So I was just thinking about that. Boston College, as a program, does not have enough talent. Historically, to beat a team like Alabama, and this is not a rib at BC, you could say this for many programs. I don't know if a team like Syracuse, a team like Duke, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Virginia Tech. I don't even think if you took their best players, maybe Virginia Tech, maybe um, they could beat this Alabama team. Alabama is on such a different plane at this point. They that that team. I mean, look at how much talent they have every player on that team obviously won the national title here but they've said that every player that stayed at least 4 years at Alabama has won a national title since Nick Saban has taken over everyone as long as you stay here 4 or 5 years you're going to win a national title he recruits on such a level i mean look at the running backs that have gone through this program between Najee Harris Derrick Henry Mark Ingram you know um Harris on on Damian Harris on on the Patriots right now This team has everything. This team is, you know, and it kind of, you know, as a side point, it kind of ruins a little bit of the football fun, doesn't it? I mean, if you go into a season just knowing Alabama is just going to win because their talent is so unbelievably good, it kind of just defeats the whole fun of, like, all the other games. Like, this year you knew pretty much it was going to be probably Clemson and uh, Alabama and, By midseason, you knew that Alabama was at another level. Um, It kind of just ruins the fun a little bit, but you know, all the hat tip to Alabama though. I mean, my God, that team is so good. They're going to have three, four, five first-round draft picks, maybe six this year alone. So um, would they beat? Would Boston College beat them? It would be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, this is all just play playing around. I don't see it happening. So that was my first thought about Alabama. After this, I'm not going to talk about Alabama as a football program, but I have a thought about something that relates to Boston College football. Let's talk a little bit about rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage, food, tickets, Boston College gear, whatever you need why would you use it to spend 30 50 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership head on over to rockauto.com they are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years if you go over to rockauto.com you're going to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything From engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets. Whether you're driving a new car or a classic, you can get everything you need in just a few clicks. Just head on over to rockauto.com and see what they have. And make sure when you order, write LOCKED ON in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now I want to tell you a little bit about a show on our network called Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Locked On Boston College is going to do a crossover episode tomorrow with Locked On Irish, Boston College and Notre Dame play a game of basketball this weekend at South Bend, and it's between two teams, honestly, and we'll talk about it, we just recorded it just a moment ago, between two ACC teams that are struggling. So if you want to hear about what Notre Dame is struggling with and how Boston College manages to line up, listen to me. I talk with Joe DeLeon of Locked on Irish tomorrow, uh, and it's going to be about two-thirds of our episode, but we'll have more news and other uh, discussion topics for our other third of the show. So check that out. Now, if you watch the Alabama-Ohio State game, probably one of the big things that jumped out at you was Heisman winner Devonta Smith and his output. In just one half, I and mean, he hurt his hand at one point, he had 12 receptions for 215 yards and three touchdowns. Again, all in the first half. And a lot of that was obviously due to his skill. He's one of the most incredible wide receivers I've ever seen. But also, you have to give credit to Steve Sarkeesian, the Alabama offensive coordinator, who did a remarkable job of having Devonta Smith constantly moving around and making it hard for defenses to hide their, their uh, set and plays because Smith was constantly moving and always in motion. Now, Devonta Smith is not the, like, Megatron type of great wide receiver. He's not like a Randy Moss. He's 6'1", 175 pounds. So he's a smaller wide receiver with good speed. Now, if you're talking smaller wide receiver with good speed and you think in Boston College, who does that remind you of? Zay Flowers, right? Zay Flowers, smaller wide receiver. He's actually a little smaller than Devonta Smith at 5'11", 178. But he has the speed. Obviously he's a quick wide receiver. So I was actually thinking about this, and I was talking to someone online about this. Wouldn't it be smart for Frank Signetti Jr. to take a pay to watch the game film of what Alabama did all year and figure out plays to add to their playbook that kind of mirror what Steve Sarkeesian did at Alabama. Get Zay Flowers moving all over that field whether it's pre-snap motion or, you know, getting him moving during the play. You saw some of those plays where he was just impossible to cover. You have a weapon like that. They should use it. So I would love to see a lot of, you know, misdirection and, and ways to get Zay Flowers open in different ways, other than just, you know, plain screens uh, plain, you know, bubble screens or having him just jet down the field. Obviously, you can still do that. Uh, you know, it, it, it will work. But to add that extra layer, you know, earlier this year, Zay Flowers said it was great to be a, a wide receiver and to be used as one because he was tired of just doing jet sweeps under Steve Adasio. Now he's taken that next step. He's running roots, he's doing a lot that a wide receiver will do. Why not make him special? Why not get him in position where he can use his speed and his mobility to not only help him, but it's going to also get other wide receivers open? Because you have a smart quarterback who clearly can read defenses, So you have Phil Jakovic back there, and if Zay Flowers is running all over the place before snap, he's going to give away, whether it's zone, whether it's man-to-man, who's covering where, where the mic mic is, you're going to get all of that just based off of what Zay Flowers can do. That's going to give you better coverage schemes and and better understandings when you have Kobe White back there as the wide receiver with C.J. Lewis and all these other weapons that they have, Jalen Gill, Move him around. And maybe use, you can use Jalen Gill in this situation too because Jalen Gill has speed as well. So I was thinking, you know, it would be great to see Frank Signetti this this winter cuddling up to a, a box of film from the Alabama Crimson Tide and watching and adding some pieces to this offense that mirror what Steve Sarkeesian does. So that was my last thought about Alabama. Um, So I'm sure when you started subscribing to Locked On Boston College, you did not think that you would have a whole episode talking about Alabama football and how it relates to Boston College. But, hey, I gave you two-thirds of an episode based off of that. So I hope you enjoyed it. Just a small plug, if you haven't been already, at BC Bulletin, we're kind of in off-season mode for football. I've started to talk to recruits, so if you want to get a better understanding of some of the 2022 kids um and and start to get some names of who Boston College is offering see some film we have you know highlight reels for these kids and hear from them themselves to get a better understanding of where they're at in terms of will they go to Boston College will they go somewhere else you know check out check us out We're, I'm trying my best and I can't guarantee it to get at least one interview up a day of BC kids that are, are interested in Boston College. I've had about two or three so far, um, and they're going to start picking up as the offer sheets come up. Um, but also check out BC Bulletin. The transfer portal is still going to be crazy. Uh, every day, it seems like, on in the news, there's new guys coming out. And if you're listening, this is now like 23 minutes into the episode, I'm going to give you a little another n- n- nugget. I just saw um, another name to watch for a- a- on the transfer portal. And I don't know if Boston College is, is actively looking at these kids, but one of the things that popped up with them really caught my eyes, and that is the Najoku brothers. So there's Charles and Evidence. Evidence, I believe, was the one that was at Miami for a while. He They both ended up at UCLA. They're both transferring, and the big thing that had the alarm bells going off, one is a tight end. So as we've talked about, we need tight ends at Boston College. Hey, there's one of them. I think Evidence is the tight end. And they are from New Jersey. Again, alarm bell going off. Obviously, Jeff Halfley uh, recruits well from New Jersey. This is an area school where Boston College kids can go. So they're very, very bright kids. I could see them at Boston College. Again, one place wide receiver, one place tight end. Don't know if they're interested. (laughs) You know, sometimes you see these names pop up and you see where they're from. And you go, oh, I could see them going to Boston College, and they end up at a school that's completely unrelated. So I just saw those names pop up, and I wanted to send them your way because it's hard to get a read on the transfer portal. And if anything else pops up, I will let you know. But thank you for listening. This is AJ Black. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC, or you can find me on uh, my site at Boston College SI. You can find the Twitter for this podcast at Locked on BC I have three Twitter accounts, my goodness. And then you can find my website at bcbulletin.com. So thank you all for listening. And we're going to do a, a, um, a mailbag next week. So start thinking of some questions you want to ask me um, and we'll, we'll get that going. So take care, everyone, and I'll talk to you again soon.